Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Life is full of what-ifs. Some awesome. Like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome. Like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. As ever with these videos, please do listen to my words. I love WWE, I love AEW, I love Impact, I love New Japan, I just love wrestling. You've got to be crazy not to see that sometimes promotions go for a home run and totally strike out, however, and really this will never end. No matter what the company, wrestling has no off-season. With that much product, not all of it is going to be good. Therefore, I am Simon from What Culture. Please do hit that subscribe button and prepare yourself, because this is ten times the competition. Totally embarrassing. WWE. Number 10, the CZW versus Ring of Honor feud. We all remember the 2001 invasion because it didn't go to plan. While we were all dreaming of WCW taking on the then WWF for years, Vince McMahon and friends decided, even though they had literally bought the competition, at no stage should they look weak. So they destroyed these guys constantly. The powers that be also convinced themselves that WCW had no stars, so moved Steve Austin across, which is mad in hindsight. And five years after this, in 2006, CZW and Ring of Honor tried something similar, and I tell you, it was really good. Potentially free of extra politics, down to the fact that both companies knew they could help the other, this story rocked. ROH started to come undone at the seams as their team unity fell apart, whereas CZW were rock solid in their love for one another. It also got crazy bloody as and when it needed to, and the fact it ended with a truce was just the icing on the cake. There was no winner to this war, only casualties. Most importantly, both promotions were pegged as equals, which is always the secret. If somebody arrives and railroads the opponent, then what was even the point? Exactly. Number 9, AEW's Wednesday Night Victory. I mean, we cannot pretend otherwise. It happened. NXT didn't do as well. It moved to Tuesdays. Dynamite was the winner. Those are the facts. And it doesn't mean NXT was a bad show. Far from it. There was simply a host of poor moves by WWE to try and create this battle, whereas All Elite Wrestling just wanted to establish themselves as a great show. They did that. The fans realized. They chose. Done. If you do want to break it right down, it did feel after a while like NXT was throwing everything they could at weekly programming, as opposed to AEW who were building stories, angles, and characters. Despite what some will tell you, that always works because after a while you get that emotional investment. It's like the difference between having sex and making love, and I regret saying that, so let's move on quick. This went so well for AEW though, they even got an increase for their TV rights fees, and that right there is the dream. Never forget the competition is not only good for the wrestlers, but the fans too. Without it, the stakes drop dramatically. Number 8, Ring of Honor takes Madison Square Garden. In 2018, 
in ROH took a punt. Wrestling was going to be in town and Madison Square Garden was a venue in the area. Why not try and run it despite it being a WWE stronghold for years? This was bold. They also felt more entitled to do this as Vince McMahon had been using the Barclays centers down the road simply because it was cheaper. But of course, when Vinny heard about this, he lost it. This was not cool and it must be stopped at all costs. It worked at first because MSG actually did pull the date, but after a threat of legal action and no leg to stand on, this all changed and we did get that 2018 Super Show with Ring of Honor and New Japan. Now, this is where embarrassing becomes an interesting word because the event itself was the definition of ups and downs, but they sold a ton of tickets and maybe crucially sent a message that WWE does not rule the wrestling world, even though they would love to. Seven, the approach to developmental. I mean, you can fall either side on this one. I think you'd have to be a bit of human to not appreciate what WWE did with WWE's developmental leagues, because he ensured there was money and safety for people that wanted to be a wrestler. There's definite advantage there. There are also cons too, however, especially before we got to this stage, because despite all their best efforts, the majority of stars who are headlining right now were made elsewhere. The Indies, PWG, Ring of Honor, Impact, New Japan. It soon became common practice for WWE to look there before building internally. And there are exceptions, Roman Reigns being the biggest one, but CM Punk, Adam Cole, Kenny Omega, Brian Danielson, AJ Styles, Kevin Owens, the Young Bucks, they all went elsewhere to hone their craft before being picked up by the so-called big leagues. I don't know about you, but I think that was WWE's plan. Number six, the presentation of John Moxley. I am always one who likes to look at the glass half full, but even WWE must know they screwed this up. I watched Dean Ambrose WWE title win the other day, and the fans are so happy. If we had pulled the trigger properly, what a different world we could have been living in. Now let's not pretend he wasn't great in the shield, and even when they gave him goofy angles to do, he made it work, but that's a reflection of the performer. If we had just let Ambrose segue into Moxley as John had always wanted, he would likely right now be a huge star in WWE, and even bigger than he was. He just needed a platform, and it turned out AEW was going to give him that. There's more to this than just hearsay too, as viewing numbers back it up. The short version is, people love this guy. The fact it all ended with Ambrose having a need shoved up his ass is actually shocking. Who came up with this and worse, who signed off on it? Crazy. Number five, promos. We all know this one and let us be fair. There are still plenty of wrestlers who benefit from scripted promos. There's no right or wrong when trying to improve somebody's verbal skills apart from when you don't let anybody do it on the fly, then you're just not paying attention. Take an MJF for example. Do you think he'd be any better if somebody was handing him a piece of paper before Raw and told him to learn it? No, he would make it work because he's that good, but it's introducing a hurdle we don't need. You can literally do away with it. WWE has been doing this for almost 20 years now, though. And while some do get to move away from this, we are talking about the John Cena types. There's plenty of others not at that level who would benefit from this trust, but we don't want to do it. It's why so many people have found their feet elsewhere because they get to be themselves and the fans can relate to that. When you're using words like eviscerate, nobody knows what the flub you're talking about. Before the presentation of Sting. This ties into stuff we've already talked about, but Sting was always going to struggle in WWE because he was a WCW created star. Vince McMahon does not like this. And it is insane because look at everything he has done in AEW. Reinvented seems unfair as Sting has always been the man, but he has entered super legend status now and it's all because of how he's presented. He's the icon, the franchise, the best. Don't screw with him. In contrast, WWE felt like he should lose to Triple H at WrestleMania. We also had the NWO 
helping the stinger, which makes no sense if you know the story, and the fact he had to shake Hunter's hand after he had been smacked in the head with a sledgehammer. I mean, it's been years and that's still unreal. And it wasn't all bad because we had the Survivor Series debut and he did challenge for the WWE title, but it felt like his aura was deliberately stripped away so we could rebuild him in a Stanford image. You can't do that after so many years of being brilliant. It's like Goldberg round one. Ain't broke, don't fix it. Number three, being the elite over WWE Raw. So I don't necessarily agree with this. I like Raw and think if it was two hours, it would be a terrific TV show. But you, my friends, have spoken, and I like to ensure all opinions are represented, or basically some people flippin' love being the elite. And it is fantastic, do not get me wrong, especially if you're into behind-the-scenes nonsense. But before AEW was born into existence, the usual crew ensured this was a way to fill in the blanks in between their indie bookings. So damn smart, and it was so damn clever. It meant if you were going to one of these events, it had an extra bang for your buck. And yes, that pun is intended. And we even went soap opera here and there. Never forget Adam Cold was killed off when he signed his WWE deal. That's one way to boot him away from the thing. I would say the major comparisons for this mostly existed in 2017. Because that is when BTE really hit its stride. Whereas Raw wanted you to believe that Jason Jordan was Kurt Angle's son. So I get it. Forget the comparisons though, because ultimately being the elite is entertaining and helped show everybody you didn't need to go to WWE to become a star. They all deserve a ton of credit for that. Number two, WCW kicks WWE's ass. Now we know how this one turned out, so you can't say too much about it, but for 83 weeks, WCW Nitro did beat WWF Raw in the ratings. This was considered a huge deal because Vince McMahon was the big fish in the pond, and now he had been moved down to number two. Even today, it sounds nuts. But as he failed to keep up with the current trends, Eric Bischoff went the opposite way and created a product that left you intrigued at the end of every show and desperate to tune in next week. And that's all wrestling needs to be. If you want to watch again, something went right. Eventually, McMahon did respond to this as we know, but his initial plan was to mock this with the like of those awful billionaire Ted skits. If you do not know about these, YouTube them right now. And remember, this is what they chose to do rather than focus on making their own program better. I mean, yeah really was embarrassing. Number one, AEW get Shaq. Do not get this wrong. WWE has wanted Shaquille O'Neal to do a match for ages. It's why he faced off with the big show at WrestleMania years ago, and yet it never happened, even though Paul White was desperate for it. It sounds like Shaq was ready too, but as he talked about in 2017, WWE kept messing him around to the point he couldn't be doing with it anymore. I mean, he told it was going to be a one-on-one match, then a three-on-three match, before it got cancelled altogether. So no wonder O'Neal was pissed, he's a megastar, you don't play with him. It's also why quite the eyebrow was raised when AEW said they had secured his services because he had that awesome mixed tag match, which I still can't believe. It was so much fun. And sure, the basketball legend vanished after this and we never saw him again. But look, All Elite Wrestling needs their version of The Undertaker. Why not make it check? Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. 
Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.